Hello, and welcome to the Quilt MC Developer Meetings Podcast, the podcast that isn't really a podcast. If you're new here, this is just a collection of recordings of each public quilt project developer meeting, lightly edited for comfort and uploaded as a podcast for ease of accessibility. Our meetings are held on Discord every two weeks and recorded live by a fleet of Discord bots, hence the lower audio quality. For more information on what the Quilt Project is and what we do here, please head over to quiltmc.org. Hello. Welcome to the first meeting on Quilt Community. I am not G-Dude. Yes, that is I, not not G-Dude. I'm sorry, I can't have my mic on the entire time. I'll keep it on if that makes you happy. Here we got 52, 51 people listening in. Okay, got the third crack in, so we're ready to go whenever. Oh, great. Great, great. Uh, as always, just before we start, there you can always you, you can always ask questions with slash ask. Get to them, but yeah, if you could refrain to just after we finish, keep out the teams and development, that would be great. Of which first we're going to start with Chasm and Crop, if you'd like to talk. Yeah, uh, hello. So Chasm had, has had its second uh, like Chasm-specific meeting last week on Monday. Which is now every two weeks, every time the Monday right before uh, the Monday before each meeting. So the next one would be uh, on the thirtieth of May. Those that are interested, we only really discussed one thing, and that's how we represent information to the remapper so that transforms can be properly remapped. And we have come to a relatively simple solution, while not being extremely cursed, as one of the solutions proposed was. For the rest, there hasn't been any actual developments on Chasm since last meeting. Okay, sounds sounds good. Thank you. Now we'll move on to decompilers and supercoder. Hello. Yes, taking inspiration from Chasm, we had our first uh, developer meeting today, actually, two hours earlier. Because this was our first developer meeting, we wanted to just kind of a few general things but next time we will put thing in the devlog so more people can uh, join if they're interested. But uh, basically we talked about increasing the Java version, improving documentation, so more people who are not that familiar with code can, can also contribute if they would like. Just general improvements and bug fixes and stuff that we want to do. And kind of it. Great, thank you very much for talking. Now we've got move, we're moving on to mappings, or if you'd like to appear. Hello, yes. Uh, let's see. I don't know what was talked about uh, last meeting since I wasn't there, but mappings, I can say what's happened over the past two weeks. Obviously, there have been snapshots, so I've been working on mapping those. We recently had a PR. Let me pull it up just so that I can exactly what it said. Oh yes, it fixed merge mappings. There are a couple issues with Stitch. Um, that was an old, very old fabric API that honestly it is long past its expiration date and it was replaced with a new very similar API that is much smarter. So that, that's good. It's much more modern and will be easier to work with and stuff like that. 
Snapshots mappings are coming along fairly well. We got a bunch of mapping bug fixes in, so that's nice to make sure things are updated and accurate. And finally, I think um, we're pretty much done with all like the big 1.19 stuff besides the warden. Um, but I'm going to be working that over the next uh, week or two until 1.19 comes out. Thank you very much, indeed. Mapping's also been pretty consistent, getting out in good time after snapshots as well, which is definitely a bonus. Next on the list is QSL and Aurora. If you'd like to talk or not, that's fine. Oh, QSL. Uh, I don't really have a written list, but if I remember correctly, lately it has been a little bit quiet because a lot of people got exams, so development got slowed down quite a bit. Otherwise, we got Screen API merged, which is a little bit different from the Fabric API 1. The API, instead of making screen-specific events, is more generalized. So instead of registering an event just for one screen, you register a global event. Then you can filter out the screens using that event. It's slightly easier. It's mostly to simplify the usage. It also allows it to be used as an entry point. Otherwise, we renamed the command library to management library. This was done so because we thought command library wasn't really correctly named. Now that I see it, I might have already said it in the last meeting. Okay, that is strange. Uh, I will blame GitHub. Um, <laughs> yeah, now now I remember. The other pull request that was merged is um, Resource Pack Providers API, which is a resource loader API. Basically, this allows to register new visible resource packs quite easily. It's one little step towards virtual resource packs, but it's not quite there yet. Otherwise, we have the part of the Fabric Biome API, which is almost completed. There's just some little stuff to change since last review, but otherwise, it might go in final command period very soon. And yeah. And we have introduced new labels for pull requests because. From outside, it's a little bit hard to track which pull request has been tested, which is ready to be tested, which is still in work in progress and stuff. So now there's a lot of new labels for statuses. For example, there's a not working status, meaning that the request really needs rework or that the tests do not pass. There's an outdated status, a tested status, and the t tested status might become a requirement for request to be eligible to final comments a yard. And we have a waiting for test status, a work in progress status, and a won't fix status. That's not really very interesting, but it will help a lot to manage the progress. Otherwise, we also have JavaDoc improvements that will be soon merged. These will add a, quote, fat JavaDoc jar on the Maven, which will 
basically um, get all the Java doc of all the modules into one place. So it's much easier to read and document yourself. Otherwise, more interestingly, there's the 1.19 stuff. 1.19 will come much sooner. Uh, and to be honest, uh, it's much sooner than I expected personally. Well, it's been a while since QSL has been updated to 1.19. Recently, I pushed a port of the current 1.18 branch to 1.19. Sadly, it's an old snapshot. So basically, if someone wants to take a crack at porting QSL, there's a work in progress branch. If you want to try, just feel free. If you have any questions, you can ask them in Toolchain Server. We will gladly help you. But yeah, if people can help us to port, that would be really appreciated because since quite a lot of QSM members got stuff lately, uh, we couldn't track uh, snapshots properly, so we are a bit behind. Otherwise, I don't think there's much more to say for QSL. Unless there's someone in a specific QSL team that has something to say, but otherwise, for me, it's good. Oh, thank you very much, Aurora. If anyone from QSL sub-teams would like to step up, you're more than welcome to. If not, that is also fine. Move on. Okay, we'll go on from there. There is a question from Octal. How close are we to getting Kotlin on Quilt? Well, depends if you're going to review RFC 54. Then we'll get closer. Lily linked that in chat, so that's good. Once we get plenty of reviews on that, we'll end up with a Kotlin Quilt team, which will be great. Now I've gone through pretty much everything on the list, so ask your questions, and we'll do our best at answering them. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to this meeting. I am not G-Dude, as my name hints. <laughs> don't ask to ask slash ask it were use slash ask what you gotta do is type slash ask the contents of your question and then one of the devs will get to answering that so uh, we had a question asked when are loader plugins coming to ql so disclaimer i'm not on the quilt loader team but uh from reading the chat the impression i'm under is that right now we're sort of a uh, weaning off of merging upstream fabric loader regularly so that we can focus on doing our own stuff more. And one of the first things there is going to be getting sort of like a, not full quilt loader plugins, but enough of the backbone for that that we can like kind of hard code the fabric compat into the loader. And then full quilt loader plugins would be coming at a later date. Yeah, that's the best answer I can give there. For people asking if the meetings are going to be happening in here from now on, yes, they are. Posting them in here so we can you know, get more questions from more people and interact with everyone. And we do a little internal meeting in the toolchain server beforehand for devs to go over anything they need to internally. And then also teams can host their own meetings in there if they have you know, uh, more they want to discuss amongst themselves. Thank you there, Mango. And I believe Oro's going to answer one of the questions. Mahisha, I think I think I pronounced that right, says, hey, little weird question, but will we get an important mappings change sheet for every major mappings change? Asking after being pretty frustrated with some, or for some recent yarn changes. So, 
that's definitely not something that I've really thought about or planned. So that's definitely something that we could definitely look into, especially since we have the, I want to say documentation, but the organization, that's that's the word I want there, to say, hey, if something's big and it's a refactor, we're going to say, hey, we're changing its names. We can definitely do some stuff around that. In addition, one of the things that we have planned are multi-version mappings. So basically, for mappings, work on, let's say, you know, 1.18.2, those mappings will be the exact same as on 1.19. And any update to 1.19 that's also on 1.18.2 are shared so that when you work from 1.18, 18.2, it's really easy to just update to 1.19 and you aren't trying to jump through 15 hoops making it understanding all the changes. Another question about Wiki that I believe is suited to you. Yes. This one by Taya. Is there active work on improving documentation on developing with Quantum C? Yes. One small thing that I'll say is that I have a pull request. I'm not quite sure how far along it is, but it makes it so that there's one Javadoc jar for QSL. So when you are developing with QSL, you can just look at that one Javadoc jar that's online, and you don't have to dig through 15 different APIs to try and find the correct classes and stuff like that. Another thing, I am currently working on the developer wiki. I'm not working on the actual tutorials themselves. I'm working on the structure and how the wiki actually generates. I'm not quite done with it. I kind of have to start going into CSS territory, but the wiki is most of the way there, I'd say. I do want to go and clean up the code since it's questionable quality and very hacky since it uses a lot of Gradle tricks and hacks and stuff. So it's, it's, it's definitely not great, but This developer wiki will have accurate code examples and will not compile and will not generate if there are any errors, meaning that whenever you copy something from the wiki, you know that it works. So that's something that is very important. So I want to make sure that it's it's working. Yeah. Thank you for this. Don't have any pending questions, so if anyone wants to ask anything, slash ask, type your question, see what we can do about answering it. I might as well mention while I'm here, the forum has been coming along quite nicely. There's a lot of thread discussion being created, which is good to see. Lots of nice long conversations people have been having. All right, I can take this one as well. Sewell asked, will you be able to submit examples to said wiki on GitHub? Yes. So the wiki will be on GitHub as a GitHub project just for developers because obviously developers have different needs than users. So there will also still be a user wiki. That's not going to go away. I I did want to say that. But the developer wiki will be focused on code quality and being able to compile and being useful for developers. So it will be on GitHub and then it will be generated and published to a website and it's just to make stuff for developers so that it's easy for developers to have accurate smart intuitive code stuff good 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 thank you now uh 
haven't really got many questions, so uh, if we don't get any more soon, we end up. Oh, there's another one. So a uh, question was asked by Favorito HJS is, where's help needed the most? And, well, we've got the openings on the website that you can look at for areas where contributions are required, but if you turn up in full chain and ask, people will be happy to direct you to where help is needed. But yeah, if you check out the openings page, you can find out where people need help. All right, we're getting more and more, more wiki questions. All right. Will there be a wiki on how to migrate from Fabric API to QSL? Perhaps a silly question. This is not a silly question. This is actually a good question. Yes, there will probably be a wiki on how to do that. I'm not exactly sure what that will look like. But yes, there will definitely be something on the wiki for that. All right, another wiki question. Will the wiki use GitHub pages? I'm not 100% sure how the wiki will work. But GitHub Pages is one option that we could use for it. I haven't evaluated all options. I'm mostly trying to just get something locally that works, and then I'm going to figure out how to get it working on GitHub Pages or as a normal, just statically served web page with like NGNX or something. Thank you for those, R. That's good to hear for this solid plan for the wiki. There's another question there but i believe aurora is going to answer nova asked if there's new api we want to propose who would we propose it asking because materials api has been a dream for a while well first of all a material api is already planned and it's also kind of our dream Though it's taking a little while to design since it's very, very difficult to design in a way it will work in most cases. But if you're interested about that part, there's already a thread in Quilt Toolchain in QSL General. If someone can link it, it will be amazing because I still haven't figured out how to link a thread. Otherwise, to propose a new API, you can either create an issue on GitHub on the project it affects. If it affects QSL, then create an issue on QSL. If it's a bad loader, maybe create an issue on the loader GitHub. The other way is to talk about it in Quill Toolchain uh, Discord Guild. So we can discuss about it and see if it requires an RVC or if it requires GitHub issues, we can keep track of it. But otherwise, there's no really clear way of doing it. It really depends. If an API is really like, there's some API that might require an FSC. Generally, for QSL APIs, it's not really required. It's usually, just a, an issue on GitHub or talk in the toolchain server uh, is enough. I'm reading, and apparently it's materials like iron being able to make generic tools that can be made of different materials and materials that work on other tools. I think it's also in the scope of the material API we planned. But having some people talk about it will be interesting because for now, the most we discussed was mostly around wood, since, well... Wood types are mess, and it's a really good case of why a material API is needed. And there's two more questions, so 
I guess it's uh, rural time again. All right. How will the wiki be organized? Furthermore, will the wiki point to common troubleshooting issues within quilt modded servers or the like? So the wiki will have at the highest level, it will have different versions. So that will be like 1.18.2, 1.19, stuff like that. So it will have a different like section for every major version of Minecraft. It might have some for minor versions if there are big breaking changes, like how big of a change tag key was in 1.18.2. And that's to allow old tutorials and wiki stuff to still exist, since there are people who do want to develop for older versions. And one of the issues that Fabric has had with their wiki is that sometimes there are really outdated tutorials, or other times there are really new tutorials. And so if you're working for an old version and you had a new tutorial oh no, none of the code works. Or if you're on a new version, you hit an old tutorial, oh no, the tutorial doesn't work. So we want to keep those tutorials so that they're still available. I'm not sure how far back we will go for versions just because it will take time to generate all the HTML code and compile and everything. And so we don't want build times going to like 40 minutes. But obviously you can still look at Git history. Then there will also be sort of general tutorials for some libraries Minecraft use. Like there might be a DFU tutorial, there might be a Brigadier tutorial, there might be other tutorials for other libraries, maybe like Lightweight Java Game Library. I'm not sure exactly. I just saw someone say Game Test in the chat. Game Test, maybe. I think Game Test is still can change around the Minecraft version. So that would be something we want to be version specific. Stuff like that would be kind of in like a more general, not versioned tutorial sense. That code is very, it doesn't change in relationship to Minecraft very much. So there's not huge issues with that. And then what was the second half of the question? Will the wiki point to common troubleshooting issues within quilt modded servers and the like? I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. However, it will mention, hey, if you're you know having issues, come join the Discord server, come join the forum, stuff like that, so that people can get pointed in the right direction. Thank you, that Oro. And we've got a question from a badly drawn tabs person, and it asks, will there slash is there already an API for quilt versions and stuff? It'd be really useful for launchers. The answer to that one is the meta website, which is meta.quiltmc.org, where you can find all the versions. And I believe most launchers already do use meta for that. So yeah, there, there is already an API to answer that question. Uh, next question, I believe, is for Aurora. Yes. Compact Disk asked, is there any plan for tooling to support relative platform fat jars will forge fabric? I have to admit, I'm not sure to understand fully the question because it can be interpreted in different ways. But I guess it's about making so you can make a mod and have one jar for quilt, forge and fabric. So it can be loaded on the three loaders. Currently, uh, uh, for tooling, I'm not sure what will be done. I'm not really sure there will be like 
official tooling from from Quilt itself for cross completion and multi-platform development. That's more of a third-party job. But otherwise, if you look at the loader, what it will do is it will prioritize Quilt if it tries to load the mod. And it will ignore the Fabric and Forge mod manifests. Once there's loader plugins, I think the goal is that the, this behavior remains the same. I'm not really sure how to answer that question otherwise, so I hope it answers it. But yeah, some people uh, points out it's more of an architecture job. Another API doesn't have to be that one specifically, but it's the more popular one currently. Next question, I guess. Thank you. All right. So the follow-up to the previous question that I answered, the original part was, will the wiki point to common troubleshooting issues? Like, how will it do that? And they, they clarified it a bit and said, I was referring to common issues such as missing dependencies and how to find said dependencies or ways to find the required JDK quickly for various versions. Probably, I would definitely say that that's something that can be included. I would also say that my strength is not in developing the actual content of the wiki, more the overall structure and what features the wiki has less than what is actually in the wiki. But that's something that I see that could definitely be added and made sure that, you know, people have everything that they need there. Thank you for that, Aru. Um We've got no more questions in the queue. Oh, here we are. There's a question for someone, if you'd like to take that. In the meanwhile, keep your question in. Be happy to answer it. And Oro would love more wiki questions, I'm completely sure. All right, I guess I'll answer this question. What can be considered as back-end, as front-end in terms of quilt design? Uh, this is a little vague. Do you mean in terms of like code or in any other thing? And you can you can answer in the stage uh, chat. You don't have to do another ask. Um, code to be exact. All right. I'd say each project kind of follows a similar structure. So there will be a API package. So it'll be like org.quiltmc.com either QSL or loader or whatever. And then there will be an API sub package. And that's the, that's like the front end. That's what is to make sure that API will stay mostly consistent. And that's what people should touch with their code. Then there will be backend, which is the implementation. And that's a separate package. And people shouldn't really touch that code unless they know exactly what they're doing and expect their mods to break often. However, you can mess with that stuff in some situations. But every project will have their own, like their API package and their implementation package so that the code's separated and when you're looking at it, you don't see both of them. All right, next question. Will the wiki feature external projects like cloth config or external libraries that are useful like the Fabric Wiki? Yes, so DevWiki will definitely talk about either third-party projects or stuff like that. Most of those projects, because of how we want QSL to be, should eventually be rolled into QSL so that most of the APIs aren't third-party external, but obviously some of them do have their own cases where they do need to be more open third-party situations. 
So that can definitely exist. We probably won't feature cloth config since we are planning on writing our own config library that is built into Loader and has very similar to all the same features as cloth config so that not a, another dependency there. Thank you there, Aro. We've got Snooze is just answering a question in chat, I believe. A question from Seul about will Blanket Comp Dev Meeting be in-game or in the stage? We're unsure entirely, but in-game will have an event, as far as we know. Yeah, G-Dudes, put a response in the chat. We are now out of questions again, so I think probably good to be- start wrapping this up now, unless another one has just come in. Keep asking more questions, just as and when I say we've got no questions. <laughs> Great. Man, I wish we had uh, cheater codes for this next one. I think he said we could ping him. Yeah, I think you might be able to get hold of him, and he said he'll answer the chat if we need him. All right, while that's going, I can answer one of the other questions. All right, about that plan config feature you mentioned, how will you plan it to be, and will there be an included mod menu type thing? There's already currently a pull request made to Quilt Loader that implements, I think, most of the code for this. It is just the actual config parsing and writing to classes. It is not, doesn't have any, any like mod menu type things and stuff like that. The mod menu stuff will be either implemented in a QSL module or in a separate quilt project, um, but it will be first party. At least I think we've planned it that so far. Oh, thanks, sorry. We've just got two questions in, in holding that we need to wait for someone else to answer. So if you've got any more questions, we can those if you send them in. All right. I think I'm going to assume that cheater codes cannot answer this question. So I guess I will give it a shot. It's by Lenric. How much is planned to be exposed? as options for the command line version of Quilt Installer, i.e. dependency handling or something like that, which is not really related to the actual install process, but is still related to Quilt. That will probably depend on what features people want, what options we build into the actual installer. I know one of them will be like install QSL automatically, stuff like that, or I think I think that's one. It will really depend on what features the installer has and i can't quite comment on that fully right now but i know that that is something that is planned and we do want to make sure that the installer has all those features configurable so we've got a question from badly drawn tabs person is how will loader plugins actually work and we don't actually have members of the loader team here so we'll keep hold of your question and we'll pass it on and they'll get back to you at some point if that's okay now we're out of questions again, so I might as well say it and wait for the next wave to come in. There might not be another wave of questions. Ahisha's out of questions to ask. Yep, here come the next wave of questions. Got another wiki question that I assume Aro would love to take. Yes, I can take this wiki question. Since the dev wiki and so on are very much a work in progress, where is the best place to go find information? Yes. So in the Quilt 
toolchain server, there is a thread underneath the... Let me double check what it exactly it is. It is in the community tooling under the website. There is a developer wiki thread. That's where I'm posting regular updates and stuff like that. That's where I will mention what's going on and what I'm getting done. And when I start working, I will copy a image from that just to share with you. like the current progress of the wiki. Um, This was an example of something I put in there. And yeah, if you go in there and say, hey, I want to help with X, I will be like, cool. I probably should move the wiki to the quote org since it's currently under my personal GitHub and stuff like that. Yes, Doria, light mode on dark mode page. Look, CSS isn't my strong suit and I'm using like five different CSS libraries. Wow. It's just two. I'm mostly joking, but yeah. So, Cubic asked, a bit unprofessional, but how much reflection apps could use this? So, I cannot really answer how much in loader, but since you said quilt as a rule, I can at least answer you for QSL. And for QSL, I think right now there's only one reflection arc, which is located in Culture Recipe API. And the gist of it is basically in Recipe API, there's like a builder of map. I think it's from identifiers to recipes or something like that. And the issue is it's an immutable map builder in the code. And that sucks because you cannot just safely add stuff or remove stuff and it's bad. And basically you cannot even mix into it because it's not Minecraft, it's not Brigadier. So we cannot inject in that. So basically the reflection act does is create a mutable map from the builder itself just to skip winning one map with a lot of allocations. It's a bit ugly, but it works. For that question, I think that's it because honestly, for loader, I, I I am not aware of many reflection arcs there is. Okay, cool. Thank you. There's one more question I'm going to take, which is from Joe. How developed is Quilt Language Kotlin with the Kotlin documentation? Yes, but first, RFC 54. You would like to see. Kotlin in, go have a look at RFC 54, and once that's merged, Kotlin development will start for Quilt. With that, we're going to end the Ask session here. It's been a pleasure. It's good fun. <laughs> Might do it again sometime. Still G-Dude's job. And don't forget the after party in voice. I'm not sure which channel it will be, but, you know, it will be where everyone is. <laughs> Pick a channel and party. Thank you all for coming along. I am not G-Dude.